Hi, my name is Sasha Jackson. And I'm Sydney Pollock, and this is the Pretty Committee Bookcast. So we're going to talk about all of our favorite childhood books. That could be The Click, Twilight. Do you have any favorites, Sasha? Uh, of course, Sarah Dessen. Literally. Um, and really anything that just comes to mind. Sasha, what's your relationship with books? Uh, well, I've actually started reading books Started to continue to read books a lot in my middle school years. Um, I joined a book club, and the first book cl- the first book that we read was Beastly, and oh, wow. so that's what got me into books. And then that's what got me into reading more uh, preteen books like Twilight, Sarah Dessen, and you know just others, other yeah. other books. Mine started. My mom used to take me to the used bookstore with her when I was little. And they had this whole wall of just, like, those preteen books, like The Click and Sarah Dessen. And I just always ran straight there because I would just get to trade in my old books for new ones. So it was, like, a really cheap way for me to find something to do as an only child. And Mm -hmm. so those books are just, thinking about them, I think they build a lot of my personality. I feel like a lot of people (laughs) who read them will say the same. And so it's going to be really interesting to revisit them. So, should we tell them what our first book is? Yeah. So, I mean, this took me, what, like two days to read. But uh, our first book that we read together is The Click by Lisa Harrison. And so, um, I have many thoughts on it right now because reading it while I'm, like, 22 years old, I have, of course, like, different opinions about it. But, like, how did you feel about The Click? Go ahead. Your Just your first thoughts. I liked it, <laughs> actually. You're, okay. I, I didn't expect to. I honestly was really prepared to go into the first one and hate it. But mm-hmm. for what it was, I can still understand why I was so obsessed with it when I was younger. Like, okay, they're yeah. stupid. Like, the characters are dumb. Like, there's nobody intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I agree. I agree. But they're fun characters. Like, they all have, like, a personality trait that I can really just identify, like, I could see myself as, like, a 14-year-old identifying with and being like, yeah, this totally makes sense. Like, this is mm-hmm. logical thinking. So, <laughs> like, what yeah. are your thoughts? Um, while I was reading, I was trying to compare it to the movie. Okay, so. Uh, so, like, while I was reading it, all I thought about was the movie and how much the book is so different from the movie. Yes! So, it's, it's. <laughs> It's very different. So, like, when I read it, I felt like it was the first time me reading this because I do not remember this at all. But overall, I <laughs> I can see why I liked it when I was little. But now I'm like, oh, my God. I, <laughs> I, why did I like this book? But, yeah, you're right with, when you say, like, they're dumb. I'm just like, um, yeah. But I really just loved, when I was little, the how to describe the clothes that they wore um uh the school they went to and like the guys that were they were obsessed with um I think that's why I really loved it so much when I was younger but now I'm like okay I'm a little bit older this is this is definitely like some teen stuff that I I was obsessed with when I was younger but um yeah I guess I should Go ahead. I guess we can start and like just give people who haven't read this like a quick rundown of the book. 
Like Sasha said, The Click was written mm-hmm. by Lisey Harrison. I think it was released in 2004 is what I have from Google. And it's about a girl who moves into the guest house of her father's college best friend. And the girl is that she's moving in with is, like, rich. Like, I'm talking right. real rich. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's just this girl from Orlando, Florida. And these girls are wearing, like, YSL boots to like middle school and she's wearing Gap and she's trying to get these really designer focused really kind of shallow girls to like her and I think that's why the one thing that's held up from my childhood while reading the book I do not like Claire and I've never liked Claire (laughs) (laughs) well what's your reason what would no and I need to know like what's your reason why because the other four, main, I guess five, because Lane is kind of a main character. The other five main girls know who they are, and they're okay with that. Like, they mm-hmm. know that they're trash people. They know that they're shallow, and they're okay with that. Right. Claire likes to act like she's better than them when she's the exact same. Like, she's 12. Like, she's right. a middle schooler. She's just as shallow as the rest of them. And that's mm-hmm. okay. You're 12. Right. right. <laughs> so, versus, Massey's still my favorite character. Like, that's the one thing that's held up. I think what's weird is the movie is so different that I also felt like I was reading the book for the first time. Oh, yeah. And I think I like the book's angle of the story better, but I think the movie had to be written in a way since there's only one movie and there's like 10 books. And they Mm -hmm. only... So they had to keep the story going in the books that they couldn't do in the movie. Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. I lost my train of thought. But... Uh, I feel like that the book was more. I feel like Master was more mean in the book than she was in the in the movie. I feel like they took it easy in the movie. I feel like they didn't want to make it to that cruel in the movie. I uh, think that's true. I feel I like think... here's here's one example where in the book when Massey was like on a horse and then she was with when she was with Chris Abley and he noticed like the charm bracelet and how like one of the charm charms that she had in her bracelet was different from the others and he looked like oh I like the charms blah 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 and then he noticed like the one that was like you know different from the others it was the one that Claire gave her and then she took it off and then threw it (laughs) like she threw it on the ground (laughs) and I said in the movie I feel like she just placed it somewhere else but she didn't physically throw it in the movie you know what I'm saying that was one that's true and also her attitude towards the driver was like towards the beginning of the book where she had like an attitude towards, I forgot his name. What was his name? Is his name Isaac? I feel like I only I think, know yeah. this because of the movie. But. Isaac. So yeah, Isaac. And she had the attitude when she was yelling at him in front of the school. And I was like, this did not happen in the movie. So It did not. At all. Yeah. I think she's still mean, but I think that they flesh her out better in the book. And I think it's, I noticed something that they changed from the books to the movies, and I think that's why I still like book Massey. In mm-hmm. the movie at the sleepover, when they, they ask this question where it's, would you rather be a friendless loser or a friend with a whole bunch, of, like someone with a whole bunch of friends yeah, and everyone secretly that, hates you? Right. In the book, all of the girls except for Claire say they'd rather be a friendless loser. Mm-hmm. In the movie... They all say they'd rather have a whole bunch of friends that secretly hate them, which makes yeah. sense for the movie because, and down the line, we all learned that most of the girls secretly resent Massey anyway. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. she um, like it's just a 
it's interesting because I think it humanized them a little bit more than in the movies, where in the movies they just felt untouchable. Like, straight up, these girls are perfect. No one can take them down. And in the mm-hmm. books, it's, they felt more like teenage girls who really just wanted friendship and to be accepted. Yeah. And they weren't, they were less of the plastic. I think that's the difference. The movie made them the plastic. Mm-hmm. The books make them regular just girls who need to grow up and stop mm-hmm. being so rude. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah. But uh, I agree with you. They're dumb. They're so dumb. <laughs> I feel like we should just go through the dumb things that happen uh, in that book. <laughs> what would you say, like, they were dumb in the movie? I felt as though... Massey had more of a character development. You know, like how... Yeah. Throughout the movie, and then she, you know, at the end, she's like, oh, she considers uh, Claire probably to be a friend. Because, you know, like at the end of the movie, she'll put her, like, in her her list. Mm-hmm. Like her in list. And I think the reason for that is because I feel like that the people who made the click, they know they're not going to make another movie after this. Yeah. So it's different from the book, of course, because at the end of the book, at this one, she puts Claire in in and out. So yeah. it's like, because it's a continuation. But, um, but yeah, I really liked Massey's care development in the movie more than the book. That's just... Yeah, I don't think that. she develops in the first book. I think it is like a movie choice. Like, hey... Yeah. This is a full this is a full character arc. And then in the books, it's like come back for the next book. Will Massey be less of a trash individual? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, so I'm really interested to see how our opinions continue. But for me, I think we should talk about how boys are in the movies. Because and in the book. Because they acted a lot more mature about boys in the movie in a way that I rewatched the movie before I read the book just because uh-huh. I love the movie. That's just the right. shameless acceptance for myself. Do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but in the movie, they seem much more mature and almost inappropriate. Like at the end of the movie, she's going to jump out of a cake and I heart Chris mm-hmm. A.G. t-shirt. And I'm like, mm-hmm. where are the parents? Like I rewatched right. the movie and I was like, where are the adults? Are you the parents? Yeah, right. She's exactly. in seventh grade. Like these are middle schoolers. And then in the books, I think I liked, I liked the dumb in the books with the boys because I could fully see you hear a boy saying it's a date and you meet mm-hmm. each other like every weekend at the stables and it's like <laughs> this is our thing like this is our place we're a right. couple now and yeah. just not even thinking about how weird it is that he's like yes let me bring my sister who's your age and like mm-hmm. not even thinking about that because it's a cute boy who wants to hang out with you right and I think it shows like how you know it definitely shows that Massey's definitely a 15 year old and Chris he was a freshman so of course he their mentality is very different so he probably thinks like oh it's okay like it's just a date you know but she's taking it more like oh my god (laughs) like this this is everything like this is basically my new man blah 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 and it just shows that you know a 15 year old should not be dating no high schooler (laughs) I think like, they were not even 15, because wouldn't Chris be 15? And they'd be oh, like Chris is 15. 13. I'm so sorry. So I think, like, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. She's yeah. like 13. Like, she just turned to a teen last year. <laughs> right. So, I think yeah. it's just, that's, that, that's definitely is funny, though. Yeah. I have one question, because this is something I've noticed, like, randomly when this book and movie come up on, like, Twitter or anywhere, honestly. Mm-hmm. This book was supposed to be against bullying, and yet my favorite parts of the book tend to be where bullying occurs. And same in the movies. Because 
for people who didn't read, Massey's like the queen of quick quips. Okay. Like, she'll say stuff like, this is a conversation between the taco and the burrito nacho. Or, mm-hmm. like, is, mm-hmm. did I invite you to my BBQ? Why are you yeah. up with my grill? And so it's funny. And so I sometimes think that the message of the book is lost. Like, the message doesn't hit home like they th- thought it was going to. Right, right. So do you think that the message works? Like, do you think there's an anti-bullying message in this book? Or do you think that it's really just a fun preteen, teen novel because I think uh, it's the second one not the first <laughs> uh not at all <laughs> not at all because if you realize like especially towards the end of the book she doesn't apologize she doesn't it's just like I feel like they brushed it off so I feel as though you know I don't think that's hard because this book is um what is this? I'm so sorry. What is this? Uh, this book is third person. So, yeah. like, you don't, you know, you don't really know, like, her, like, Matthew's emotions if she felt bad, like, bullying Claire. And I, I don't know. I just feel like at the end of the book, I feel like that the she brushed it off of all the things she's done throughout the book. So I feel as though it's very different. And then I'm comparing it to the movie again. I can see her reaction, Massey's reaction, when she feels bad and stuff. Because, you know, we're able to see her emotions, um, you know, when she feels bad. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't think this is anti-bullying at all. This book. I feel like this book is more about jealousy now that you're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think so, too. Like, I'm thinking jealousy and like not being able to be yourself and when you look at it from that way it's actually kind of a better book Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the whole book the one conflict that you can read in Massey's head is Claire's not that bad but I think she's a loser so am I a loser too if I like anything that Claire does so I have to hate Claire so I can stay a cool person while she's a loser Mm -hmm. like Claire says something funny and Massey's like that was funny but I can't laugh because then I'll laugh at a loser and that'll make me a loser too or like when they stopped being friends with Massey once Claire does her very strange very stalkery Mm -hmm. like heist of Massey's life very single white female um she is like oh I'm making friends with all these new people but do they think I laugh too loud and then like Kristen is poor and she can't even tell the three people who are supposed to be her best friends that her family is having financial problems like that doesn't and I think that's a better book for middle schoolers (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if like people who read it saw the bullying and gave it an anti-bullying message or if that was really the intention of the book was to be like Because I think more, te- like, in 2004, less people were talking about bullying and more people talk like, a better example of what it was like to be 12 was, like, I want to be popular and cool, but I also want to be myself, and myself isn't popular and cool, <laughs> so mm-hmm. how do I become that? And so now yeah. I'm like, should I give this book to my child? <laughs> right, right. I'm probably going to give it to my child anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think same. But I think like, the, uh... I think the popularity, uh, the definition of popularity is very different um, in the books than it is in real life. Well, mm-hmm. compared to like my life, I feel like 
trying to remember back in middle school. I don't remember anybody being popular in my middle school years. Not the type of popular that's in TV and movies. Like, there are no... Yeah. I look back on my life, there was no plastics. There were people who I think were cool, and they had a lot mm-hmm. of friends. And mm-hmm. I, I was cool with some of them. I wasn't cool with other ones. But I don't remember... Like, when people tweet about, like, this popular group, mm-hmm. maybe it's because I wasn't in it. <laughs> right. Like, I just... And I just kind of went along with my life, regardless. Mm-hmm. But I would agree with that. And I also have to think, is it because I'm Black? <laughs> No, same, same, same. Because like, when I was in middle school, I was, I had like my own little black girl group. And then yeah. I also was in sports. So I knew a whole bunch of people in there. And people were, people liked me because I ran track and people thought I was fast, blah, blah, blah. But I never really considered myself very well known or popular. So like, and I don't remember anybody being super, super popular the way that they described these four girls in the school. So. Yeah, the way popularity, quote unquote, was defined in my, I went to performing arts middle school. So it was like the girls at the top level of dance, everyone knew because they were just freakishly good. I don't, and they mm-hmm. were all really nice from whenever I interacted with them. But like, right. none of them were mean. None of them acted like they were better than us. They were just like ridiculously talented. And so we were all just like, wow where does x go to dance what studio is she from they're really good and like Mm -hmm. they were friends but it was because a whole hour and a half of their day was spent spent in the same dance studio together and some of them danced outside of school at the same place so they were friends Mm -hmm. and I think it was the same with the theater kids I don't really know I left band I didn't like playing (laughs) the clarinet so Uh (laughs) I don't remember what it was like for them but I feel like my middle school experience was so different from theirs that reading those books made me think, is this what it was like to go to a normal middle school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now you're telling me it's not. And now I'm like, wow, I didn't miss out on anything. Right. No, I feel that, um, I think people will assume that when they read this book, uh, I feel like that this definition of popularity is also could be like a stereotype uh, for schools in California because I'm from California so but I'm from the Bay so that's different I feel like they would go more towards the LA area but I would definitely compare this book to I guess my dancing school my dancing okay. school I had oh how many people were in this school it was a lot it was probably like over 300 400 uh girls a couple boys and all most of the girls there were super super mean and they had no reason to be mean and I realized by reading this book, what was the reason for Massey to be this evil individual? Even the dad said, like, okay, I have an evil little girl. Like, no, like, what? for real. She yeah. literally called the Lions family, which is Claire's family, mooches to her daddy's face. She was like, I'm right. so sorry. These brokies are in our house. And, and what did he do? Take care of them. And he was like, um, we're friends. Right. This is what friends do for other friends. And it's just interesting because Massey really, I think she was just super focused on being number one. Like Mm -hmm. her resentment of Claire largely just stemmed from her friends were having fun without her at a shopping day and she was stuck hanging out with this girl. Like that was really where the, and she never got over it. It was really giving therapy. Like I think Massey Mm -hmm. would have benefited from like some therapy and why she needed to always be included in like the center of attention but (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was really just 
her friends were hanging out without her and that was going to set her off into like a whole mental breakdown and it wasn't normal like it wasn't healthy but I'm wondering like where did she get this from because you when you read the book and they talk uh, a little bit about her her family talks a little bit um in the book and they seem nice so they do seem nice (laughs) where is she where where does she learning this from? Because of course, like you learn from your parents, you learn from the outside world. So like, I don't know where she got this attitude issue from. So it's, this is, yeah, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, I really think this girl's just power hungry, but I don't fully remember. I think there's a prequel book that we'll get oh. to eventually of like how the mm-hmm. four girls became friends. I think I read it. And like they all meet at like this party or something. I don't, I don't know because they were twelve. But uh-huh. I think I, that was how it worked. Uh-huh. And so I, I want to see if that gives us any info on like what Massey was like before she became friends with these girls, or if the further books will. I would love some backstory. You're right. Yeah, I think they there is no backstory. Yeah, I think it just deserves a prequel, even if it already exists. Because like I feel like there's some unanswered questions um yeah that haven't been answered because I'm like what is what is this coming from but yeah I feel like yeah Massey has more to her story yeah I feel like again Massey's the more interesting character than Claire so I'm <laughs> I want to see which one the books keep focusing on as they go on because I I can't remember like I remember general things like I think the next book has a boy with one blue eye and one green eye and I just remember that because that was the weirdest thing I've ever read in my life I was like why the fact is that you remember that <laughs> because why would you put that in the book like what is the point and I was really I wanted a second movie so I could see him with one blue eye and one green eye like I was really into that concept that makes but, me curious on why they didn't make a second movie I but I do why. I do have one fun fact that I feel like we should have started with if anyone hasn't seen the movie, or even if you have, there are a lot of minor celebrity cameos. Like, not huge <laughs> celebrities. Uh-huh. But, like, Elizabeth Gillies from Victorious is in it. As, right. like, the girl who's throwing the party, the eighth grade girl. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kristen is Bridget Miller from Good Luck Charlie. And the girl who plays Alicia is in, has an arc on Good Luck Charlie, too. <laughs> I feel like she played in some other ones. I feel like... She I think she did too. One crime scene show, but I'm not really sure. But go ahead. And then and I think the biggest celebrity bomb in the movie is that Todd, Claire's little brother, is Clay Jackson from Thirteen Reasons Why. Right. And it's just I watched this movie a couple like a year ago with my boyfriend, and he just was watching it and staring at Clay, like staring at the actor. He was like, "Wait!" and pulls up his IMDb, and he just goes, "Welcome to your tape." And so every time Claire is mean to him in the movie, when we rewatch it, he's like, welcome to your team. <laughs> because I think Todd had a bigger role in the books than in the movies. And I kind of liked mm-hmm. him. He was kind of fun. In the books, he was just kind of a stalker. And it was uncomfortable. I mean, in the movie, yeah. he was a stalker and uncomfortable. In the books, he was just this weird elementary school kid that I kind of thought was funny. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they gave him more of uh, scenes in the movie than the book. Because it was only like a couple of yeah. times in the book. And I was like, oh. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, um, he also played in, what else he played in? Oh my God, that man played in so many other movies. He works. He's, he's booked. Right. He is oh, booked. Oh, uh, 
I forgot the bigger one. There's a bigger one. The girl who plays Lane is the girl, like, one of the stars of Switched at Birth from, like, ABC Family. Right, right. Right, that's where I know her from, yeah. Like, I remember re-watching that, and I was like, is that the girl from Switched at No, when Switched at Birth came on, I said, isn't that the girl from the Click movie? Right. <laughs> because oh, that's man. where my brain went first. But I did have one more thing we should touch on before we wrap this up. Okay. Why did Claire destroy that girl's life and why was she breaking into her bedroom and why did no one question like where were the parents where are the adults like she was just going in this girl's room and like slowly dismantling her life uh-huh and i so, don't really she i don't know what her plan was uh at first because she was just gonna go to her room i think she was trying to find a plan to destroy her life so i don't think uh her first thought was to go on her computer. She just heard like a a, a thing a, a ding on the computer mm-hmm. and like, oh, I could do this instead. But I don't know what her first thoughts were on what she was trying to do. Because <laughs> it was a great idea. <laughs> was it? But it was diabolical. It was a good like, idea. She called a girl. I mean, what? Okay. She was calling a girl. Like she literally, to destroy this one girl's life, she get she basically egged Dylan into body dysmorphia. <laughs> like she goes, "Hey, I know that you think you're fat, and so I'm gonna have I'm gonna pretend to be your best friend and tell you that I also think you're fat, even though mm-hmm. Dylan was like, she really was bordering on like an eating disorder. Right, right. right. <laughs> like, no, I never said the words that she said was cool. I'm just saying the <laughs> idea that she had going through her computer. Okay, what else was she going to do? Like destroy her clothes? Like I mean, obviously, I mean, she obviously she would obviously know that it was her. Nobody. It else. was just very. It was just so. It didn't feel in character for her, and so I think that's why I don't like Claire because mm-hmm. you give me a character and you say I'm this sweet girl from Florida and. I just want friends and I want Massey to like me and da da da. And then I'm going to go and destroy her friendships and destroy her relationships with others by insulting the people while I hang out with them. Like that. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. Yeah. Like at least Massey is mean to your face. Like that's just creepy. Ooh. It's so creepy. Like when I think about it, it's just so weird. She's like breaking into this girl's room. Right. And pretending to be her. And that's like, in any other context, that's a horror movie. Like, really, really? think about that, Sasha. <laughs> like, that's really a horror movie, girl, no. no. But I do think that that's it for this episode. Do you have anything else from this book that you want to talk about? Um, um, no, I surely don't. <laughs> um, are we re- question is are we gonna read the second one I feel like we have to like I didn't hate it and so I feel mm-hmm. like we just have to keep going until we're like I can't do this anymore as an adult like I feasibly I, can't go I, t- I truly don't remember the second one I honestly didn't remember the first one so I wouldn't be surprised that I don't remember the, the next one but yeah I don't I know if, should. I don't know if this one's the one where Alicia makes her own click like I know Alicia makes her own click oh in yeah you just you just blocked you just Made me remember. Yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there's one where Claire's the star of a movie because why not? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I know don't. the name of that one because it's named after the movie she styles in. It's stars in. It's called Dial L for Loser. Like it was the most insane concept. So I cannot let that one go. Like I, I think that's my least favorite book because it was like 
she's a movie star now. Uh-huh. Like we just we just lost touch with reality. Like we just we stole realism out the window. That. That's the one I don't remember. But so we I have to remember. at least get to that book. Yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> but I do think that that's it. Um, catch us for the next episode of the Pretty Committee Bookcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at PC Bookcast. And you can email us what book you want us to read next at pcbookcast at gmail.com. So thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.